Yeah, look, the giant chicken's Boba Fett. It is useless, Theseus. Taking one last look, sir, at my friends. Hey, everybody, it is Thursday night. Welcome to the GNN Cantina Happy Hour. How is everybody tonight? My name is David. I am your host. We're glad you're here. We're glad you're joining us as we talk about Star Wars, Star Wars, and whatever else crosses our minds. <laughs> Can't say nothing but Star Wars because that's, yeah, that's a lie. That, yeah, yeah. We, we go off the rails. In case you haven't noticed, we go off the rails a lot, but we try to stay... We, we try to stay in the Star Wars zone. Everything that we talk about relates back to Star Wars some way or another. With me tonight is my co-host, Debbie. How are you tonight, Debbie? I'm doing well. Um, ready to talk about Ahsoka. I'm ready for I really Ahsoka. like Ahsoka. I, I, I'm, ready, Ahsoka? I'm ready for Ahsoka I, to start. I got nothing to do here then. Oh, <laughs> Just because she, just because she's cooler than Ray. Oh, oh, oh. oh well, well, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. I don't disagree with you, though. All right. Also with us tonight is Cam from Cam and Focus. How are you, Cam? Doing good. How are you? I'm, I'm as well as can be expected. It's Thursday. I've got one more shift till the weekend. Uh, me too. And, and we get to talk about Star Wars on a Thursday night. It would. And we're less than a week away from the Ahsoka premiere. Two, two, <laughs> two, episode, two episode premiere. It's great. It's a good time to be alive. Also with us tonight, special guest tonight, Mr. John Ambrose. How are you, sir? Doing great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Just came off vacation, went straight into surgery. So now I'm ready for vacation again. So we're there you just go. doing that thing. Cool. But, um, yeah. <clears throat> okay. Let's talk ahsoka shall we yes now, let's. now debbie sent out a list that had a ton of ahsoka episodes linked to it i didn't watch I them all <laughs> i was gonna say i didn't i didn't even get through all of them so i um, i did not get um uh, the mandalorian or uh, Book of Boba Fett. I, I didn't get to those episodes, so and I I'm, skipped over the uh, Martinez sister. I wouldn't have watched that one, anyways. I think hey, I skipped did. over them and went right into Siege of Mandalore. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen all of it, but some of it might be fuzzy to me because I haven't rewatched Mandalorian and um, Tales of the Jedi. I haven't brushed up on, but I have seen all of it, so it will ring a bell. Oh. I didn't She'll watch all the episodes. Up. I didn't watch all the episodes, but I did take a nap. So there you go. I'm good. Hey. <laughs> well, nah, anybody, nah. anybody who knows this show knows that I I was never a really big fan of Ahsoka until like the last four episodes of the Clone Wars, the Siege of Mandalore, basically. And that's what really turned around. But I, as I'm watching some of these episodes that, because Debbie had you know her list and I had four or five that I was looking at. And as I'm watching this, I'm looking at this character. I mean, for starters, I, I could not stand her. I honestly, when, that, when I sat there in that movie theater in 2008 and I watched the Clone Wars movie, I was like, 
oh my god i cannot wait for order 66 i want her to die <laughs> she has got to go this is horrible why would you do something like this, this is terrible i mean it was awful and for like the first well for all of the seasons uh, even when rebels came around i'm like please 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 keep her out of the nope there she is dead gummit there she is. She's she's fulcrum now, and it's like <sighs> she's the one starting the rebellion. All right, fine, sure, whatever, whatever. Well, she's not starting the rebellion. She's starting that particular rebel cell. <clears throat> but you, you know, I, I kind of have to say that I, I shocker, I, I disagree with you, and it might be just me being the natural contrarian that I am. But I didn't find Ahsoka to be that annoying when I watched <laughs> the Clone Wars. And you better walk again. I found Ezra. <laughs> honestly, I found Ezra Bridger to be a lot more annoying than Ahsoka. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. now now Ezra and and actually Ahsoka kind of did the same thing because as I've as I've been I've been going through Rebels again. So I've been watching, I've been re-watching all four seasons of Rebels, which again, I've I, I've never been a fan of. I thought the whole introduction of Ezra Bridger was pointless because it took Luke away. It, it it negated a new hope, basically. It was like, okay, Luke is the new hope for the Jedi. And then all of a sudden, oh well, except for Ezra, we forgot about him. We're gonna we're gonna throw him out there and keep him alive keep him alive too. I like for like the first two seasons, I just wanted like Zeb to just kick him out the door and be like beat it. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But don't you notice the theme? I mean, that's the theme throughout all of Star Wars. You start with an annoying little kid. Well, except for the sequels. But you had little Annie. He was a bit annoying. You know, Luke was annoying. Although not as young. And then you had Ahsoka, who now... I found her annoying for maybe the first two seasons and that was it. Other, you know, I grown to like her after probably two seasons. And then, then you had Ezra. Ezra was annoying for a little bit, but I mean, it's a theme. That's what they do. But I mean, Leia wasn't annoying. Well, well, yeah, to, to fair, she really was an Obi Wan. She was annoying a little bit in Obi Wan. On the on a genetic level, though, you've got to look at Luke. Okay, Luke is the male. He is going to follow his father, follow in his father's footsteps. And Annie, being a whiny brat, was you know just. <laughs> and the same thing goes with Leia. Leia, her mother was Padme, and her Padme was calm, cool, and collected. I want to know about the citizens. I'm a queen at 14 for crying out loud. So. Yeah, I mean, that makes perfect sense. I kind but, of want them to re-remake A New Hope and have Luke be like, I was supposed to go to Takashi Station to get some power converters. This is outrageous and unfair. <laughs> but this is, and, and you know, we talked a little bit about Luke and Luke and Leia and all that, but really focusing on Ezra and Ahsoka, this is really the brilliance of Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni created these two characters and I'm going to get to you in just a minute, Avocado. I see your comment. <laughs> Wait a second, because I'm getting there. Just hold on. <laughs> but this is this is the, the brilliance of Dave Filoni 
because Dave Filoni basically said, here, here's somebody that you're going to hate. But guess what? I'm going to put her in these situations and I'm going to she'll have room to grow. She can grow. She can become a better character. She can develop into this this character that is universally loved throughout the Star Wars fandom. I mean, I don't think there's anybody that complains about Ahsoka these days. Well, yeah. But, I mean, if you if you look at her from start to finish, you know, it's it, it's kind of the same the same as Ezra, although we haven't had as much progression with him because his story got cut off at the end of Rebels. But you know, it, you you have this annoying kid that starts out, and then they kind of break out of that shell as they learn more because they, they start off naive. They start off not really knowing much about what they're doing or about their surroundings or the people that, that they're around. And then as they learn more, as they go through more, then you, then you, that's when you start to get that depth. Um, you know, ah Ahsoka in Rebels is a far cry from Ahsoka in Clone Wars. In Rebels, she's, she's wise. She's a leader. She's much more composed. Right. Whereas, you know, look, look at her in Clone Wars and it's, ugh, R2-E. R2-E and Sky Guy. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like, uh, Sky uh, Guy. R2-E, I just wanted to smack her when she said that, but. R2-E, shut up. Just shut up. But, uh, and this was, uh, I took notes in my Star Wars notebook. I did. I did take some notes. There were there were four episodes that I watched, and um, a lot of them really had to do with she would do something, and like she was in charge of something, and it failed, and then she would almost like she was scared to go <laughs> to ooey. <laughs> It was almost like she was she was afraid to like like one of the ones I watched was the uh, the storm over Ryloth, which was where the um, the Republic was trying to break through a, a blockade to get to Ryloth, and Ahsoka led her first command. Basically, this was a season one. I don't recall which episode, but um, her entire squadron gets shot down. Anakin ends up losing. A Star Destroyer, I think it was this flagship Star Destroyer too, if I recall correctly. But I mean, she just, and then she's like, I can't do this anymore. And she's even to the point of, I don't want to do this because I've lost everybody. And what's it going to cost now that we're going to, they're going to try it again. And it's like, no, well, we lost everything last time. What are we going to lose this time? Well, we've got a better, we've got a better plan and we've thought things out. We're not just going to jump into it feet first, which is uh, again, a lot of what she does. Um, was the other one the holocron heist this was the one um this was one she was sent back to the uh jedi temple again for something that she had done she had done something really dumb and they're like okay you know what you need to calm down they send her back to the jedi temple she works in the the library and and basically it's a it's a thing for her to there, there were consequences basically for her actions. It, it humanized her. This is this, and this is again where we're building character. We're building character. And then I, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, you know, for all the mistakes she made, I'm just surprised that Anakin was shocked when they didn't grant him the rank of master. Like, <laughs> 
Mace Windu just be like, dude, look at what you did with Ahsoka. Yeah. (laughs) She sucks. (laughs) We can't grant you the rank of master. You trained a Padawan that left the Jedi Order. But that was because of the arrogance of the Jedi Council. That wasn't because of Anakin. Okay, that was here's a bill in damages that she's cost us. <laughs> that was that was and actually that was one of the last arcs that I watched was the uh that that last I don't know five or six episodes of season three, I think. Or was it season four? Did uh, I lost? Yeah. <laughs> Um. Oh, I didn't write down seasons. I just wrote down it was a uh, nineteen BBY. All that time in the library, she saw that the dark side was the right side. The night time is the right time. The night time is the right time. I'm telling you, man. If Palpatine just opened with two words, force lightning, everyone would be like, you know what? He's got a point. but also you know it's funny you mentioned force lightning because a lot of people oh well that's that's a dark side power that's a dark side power and then you've got not necessarily well and see that's what i was getting at because you know a lot of people you you do the force choke and that because that's what vader did was he did that he choked people and it's like oh well that's a dark side power because vader used that and then you get to looking at it and it was like well, Luke did it quite a bit. Luke did it once in uh, Jabba's palace, which there's debate as to whether he did exactly that or not. But yeah, I'm I'm of the mind that he did that. But then also too, in a lot of these episodes of Clone Wars, and and especially one of the ones, one of the ones it, it wasn't on my list, but it was the one where uh, she gets kidnapped by the um, by the Trandoshans. Mm-hmm. And we have Chewbacca at the second part of that episode, or the second episode of that arc, and they're being hunted. And basically, she doesn't have any lightsabers, and she's using the Force, and she's throwing these guys. She choked out two or three of them. <laughs> I mean, she was she was running around Force choking a bunch of people, and I'm like, it's not really a dark side power. It's just a, a power. It's a Force power. Which well, is it's not a, more of a gray area. No, don't you say that. <laughs> if, it, if you think about it, really all that a force choke is is just a, a little bit of focused telekinesis. Yeah. That's that's all it is. So it's it it was um I, I, I was like I'm looking at it going, I, I I am I am now about an all-encompassing force. I might have actually reached Jedi Enlightenment with this one. About an all-encompassing force to where I have the force and I can do whatever I want, whichever power I want to use the force. Now, whether I use it for good or for evil, that determines Sith or Jedi, you know. Oh, like, I the, can magical, use... like the magical tree man in, um, what, what, what was his name? The magical tree man that trained Kanan. Bindu. Oh, uh, Hindu. oh, yeah. The yeah. Bindu. Bindu. Ugh. That was an awful character, too. <laughs> you think so? Really? Oh, I thought it was horrible. Couldn't stand it. Chewie. Yeah, you're gonna need a bigger boat. Um, anyway, so Debbie, what are your thoughts on what of the episodes that you watched? What were your what were your favorites? going through these episodes 
Uh, I, the only reason the only reason I ask is because as I'm watching some of these episodes, I'm I'm falling back in love with the Clone Wars. I didn't really fall out of love with it, but I'm like, I've really got to go back and rewatch this again because this is really good, except yeah, for that droid art. I, but I had the same thing as I was watching uh, the various episodes of Clone Wars. I was like, God, I got to do another rewatch. <laughs> and the same with Rebels. I was when we got in when I got into the Rebel episodes. I was like. Really need to do a rewatch on Rebels because it's. I probably watched Clone Wars several times doing a rewatch, and Rebels maybe once I've done a rewatch. So it's probably it's probably time to do another rewatch. But yeah, I had a lot of favorite episodes. I won't name them all, but uh, the um, Temple bombing. That that one that whole thing just breaks my heart. Plus, we got to see Asajj Ventress again. Yes. We got to see Ventress now. Ventress lost her lightsabers because, if I'm not mistaken, Anakin reclaimed those lightsabers after he bought after he bought after he fought uh, Barris. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Barris so, stole them. Barris knocked her out I, and took them. I, I'm I'm honestly and maybe. I don't re- recall. I think Cam, you've talked about this before on uh, Dark Disciple. Does that that deals with her, right? But is that post Clone War? Yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's after the Clone Wars. See, I'm mm-hmm. curious now. Now I'm curious, and I might have to go read that because yes, after watching this one, I'm like, what happened to Ventress? Where did it's she a, go? It's a pretty good book. It's it really a really is. good book. It's a it's a Ventress and Quinlan Boss story. And everybody, Quinlan Voss is like Boba Fett. Everybody loves him, but nobody knows exactly why everybody loves him. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. he's got he's got dreadlocks, and he holds his lightsaber in a ice pick grip. That's all and, you uh, need. Boba Fett was I, I, the few times he popped up in Clone Wars, I did not like him because they had him talking like a surfer dude, and I was like, "What the hell is that?" But in the book. The uh, Dark he's Disciple not, book. He's not a surfer he's, dude. Well, he doesn't talk like that in a book. But yeah, it's it's a really good book. If you get the chance to read it, read it. Or I'll, listen to it on audiobook. Or that. That that's probably the more likely scenario, but but we'll we'll see. I'll 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 it's on my radar. Don't worry, because again, like I said, I I watched. Uh, yeah, I watched that and I'm like, I really, you know, Ventress in this one was really she she was she was more of an anti-hero versus a bad guy. Yeah. You know, she's she's well, kind of she kind of drifted into kind of like the Punisher territory where Well, yeah, a lot anti-hero a guy. She wasn't I've, a good guy. Yeah, but she wasn't I've got I I have I do bad things, but it's for good intentions. <laughs> well, one she, guy. she She's like Maul. I mean, she was portrayed by her her master. Yeah, you know, treated like crap, thrown away, thrown to you know to the side. I mean, her and Maul have a lot in common, and kind of went in different paths. But um, poor, poor Maul, what an anticlimactic ending for that. You know, you, you think you're sitting there, you're thinking, "Hey, man, all right, he sees Obi Wan. They're gonna have it out. This is gonna be an epic." Oh. Anyway. Oh, it's oh, it's done. Okay. <laughs> oh well. I didn't think it was anticlimactic. 
I was expecting at least a couple of dodges and parries. Uh, he just kind of ran at him and was like, oh! If they met, she'd throw hands. Maybe. <laughs> no, oh, that, that, that's a good poll question. That's a good poll question. Darth Maul or Asajj Ventress? Who wins? Who wins? Darth Maul or Asajj Ventress? Uh, they come from the same planet. Uh-huh. I'm not, not going to answer that here. I could make I could make a whole big long I I could make a video out of that. It's the I next cam in focus. The cam in focus. I would I would that's not my plug. I would honestly be. say Maul just because Maul got cut in half, lived in a trash heap for years, and just all that heat just kept him alive until he got himself some new legs. And he had resilience, and I just don't know if Asajj Ventress has that same fighting spirit. I think if she gets cut in half, she's going to let go. But but she does in a way because she got thrown away. She wasn't um, – she got thrown away, but then she she came back and created – well, created. I say created. Uh, had um, Small's brother, Savage. Savage helping her and she she's basically fighting her way back and then she's deciding well I'm going to be a bounty hunter now and she's running around with Boba Fett and Aura Singh and all of that and I mean but and in the Emperor's defense was Maul really cast away I mean you're watching the guy gets cut in half he ends up in a trash heap are you even going to check to see if he's alive you know you would, I mean, you would think so because with Anakin he went to go check on Anakin Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but the chosen one. I think with Maul, Maul though. Maul, just like Dooku, they were both pawns. He didn't I, care what happened to them. As long as I, they got him far enough to get what he wanted. And I think I think for him, Maul was more of uh he, he's he's intimidating to look at. He's a good melee fighter versus you know force user and um because really you don't you don't see i mean you see him use the force all the time in the clone wars but i mean in the movie once or twice maybe maybe and i mean yeah the the only times that i remember him you know legitimately using the force were in the first part of the duel on naboo where he force throws that box into a door lock to open it to open the and door, then, yeah. and then at the end, when he force pushes Obi Wan into the pit, yeah. I mean, and really, like that rule of two really screwed the Emperor over because if you had like an all star team with Dooku, Maul, and Darth Vader, like you'd be unstoppable. Yeah, but but I mean, you here's know? the thing. Um, you know, Sidious learned from the from the mistakes of the old Sith, where they were they were legion and you know it, it was a huge big sith army and there was nothing but infighting and that's a huge reason as to why they lost yeah who's who's in charge who's, who's going to win who's the most powerful i mean it's you know put, put put a bunch of dudes with big egos in a room and eventually someone's going to start yelling so the rule of 2 actually works it's just a matter of finding that second one that's or finding the two that are like the strongest two. Like when he you tells are the weaker Luke, link. Goodbye. Like, like when he tells Luke, take your father's place. Wait, what? 
<laughs> Some of all this time, it's been 20 years. I have no legs. <laughs> so, um, let's see. We got Andy Spence on. How are you, Andy? Isn't the rule of two exclusive to the rank of Darth? You can have an army of assassins, inquisitors, and disciples. I've read up on that, and I don't think inquisitors inquisitors are in tune with the dark side, but I don't think they're classified as Sith. No, the, well, it, it, that it, it's the same thing as the Jedi. The, the, the Sith aren't like a classification of warrior. The Sith are a religion, just like the Jedi are a religion. That they strictly follow certain uh, certain guidelines in the Force, whereas the Inquisitors are just like you know, hey, here's my attack dog. Go get him. Yeah, and the and same. Yeah, I, go ahead. Weren't the we're going way back. Weren't the Sith technically a species? Because they started they were, out that way, yes. Yeah, so they don't look anything like way, the Way, way back. Way back, yeah. <laughs> Maybe in the Tales of the Jedi movie that we're getting from James Mangold? God, I wish Tim Curry was in good health, because he'd make a great original Sith Lord. Well, he did voice Palpatine. He mm -hmm. did. He did. The Sith have also strayed from the rule of two, otherwise there would be no more than two at any point in time. Where were there other no. two? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call if you uh, and it correct me if I'm wrong. I'm I'm trying to think along your line of thinking because if you ask me, Ventress during the Clone Wars was not Sith. I think she was like uh, Andy said, I think she was a, a, an assassin. I yeah, think her her an acolyte. yeah an acolyte you know whatever she a disciple she was Maul's yeah. disciple and I think that could be said um, because even even uh, Palpatine saw it to where okay well she could be a thing and that's why Maul or Maul that's why uh, Dooku had to take her out you know, no, she could be an issue. And, but at the, and it, on the you, same point, doesn't wouldn't Dooku be the type of person who has enough hubris to think he's going to take out Palpatine? Well, maybe, but, then, on, but, but he but, has his own apprentice. But, but uh, Palpatine never really had any grand scheme for Dooku. He was just there to be the face of the Separatists. <laughs> and and if you, if you go back to, to the previous comment and uh, think about the idea that maybe the Rule of Two is exclusive to dark side users who, who hold the title of Darth, if you think about it, there were never more than two Sith Lords the entire time during the prequels. Yep, yeah. because because uh, Maul died. We didn't. Uh, then Episode Two happens, but that's like ten years later. So obviously, at some point in between Maul dying and uh, the Clone Wars happening, we have Dooku rising up. Um, then you. Which and in fact, you know, you know, I mean, that could have happened like the next day, because when they brought, you know, when they brought Anakin back, Yaddle's still alive. So, and we all know Yaddle bites the big one at the hands of Dooku. If you've watched Tales of the Jedi, if you haven't, really cruel and unusual manner, huh? In a really cruel and unusual manner, it was brutal. I was like, God, this is a cartoon. I said, like, geez, Filoni. Won't anyone take the children? 
Holy cow, that was awful. Like who wrote this? South Park? <laughs> but then Oh uh, god, I hope so. <laughs> I would love to see anything Star Wars written by Matt Parker and Trey Stone. <laughs> you know what? Funny enough, it's on one of my I I used to have a shirt. It was a shirt. I got it from a comic book shop in Arizona, and I can't remember the name of the comic book shop. It was kind of in Sierra Vista, Arizona. It was great. And it was uh it had the the four kids, and one was Darth Maul, one was the Emperor, one was Darth Vader, and one I think was Dooku, maybe. I'd have to look. It's it's on one of my blankets back there, but it's uh Sith Park, and it's oh my god, we killed Qui-Gon! So yes, I'd 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 watch it just because. <laughs> I mean, I think with Dooku, it was because um, and this came up uh, in an episode of uh, Sith Dominion. If anyone cares, they can go back. He hasn't had that many episodes. I think it was the third one. Um, him and Qui Gon were of the same mind, where they knew the Jedi couldn't sustain themselves. They needed to reform it, and they needed to fix what was wrong with it. And Qui-Gon dying was the last straw for Dooku, as seen in, in um, Tales of the Jedi. Yeah. So that was really the straw that broke the camel's back for him. He was probably waffling there, and then Qui-Gon gets killed, and, you know, that's my Padawan, and I have nothing left here. So about time to hit the dusty trail. And then he becomes, uh, I don't even know what his Jedi name was. He just becomes uh, Darth Tyrannus. Well, I mean, D D Dooku was his name. Dooku, oh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Oh, he, yeah. he, he had the, the title of Count, if I recall correctly, because on his planet, he he was... Literally royal, the Count of the planet. Yeah, it was like royalty, so... But here's where it gets murky, is he left initially and went back to being a Count, according to his biography. So when exactly he turns to the dark side, I'm not quite sure. I, I don't know that we know that in canon yet. Oh, okay. And I, I, I know that when we see him kill Yaddle, that's kind of the tipping point. You know that you know he had been kind of seeking out the guidance of Sidious at that at that point already. But um, as to when that started, we don't know yet. Or do we? Did, well, was just, it ever? Was that covered in the in the Jedi Lost audio audiobook? I just had to rewatch like the the uh, prequel trilogy because it had that thing with Yaddle, and I was like, "Holy crap, she is missing in the rest of the series." In the rest of the series, yeah. <laughs> Episode one, she's there, and two, two and three, she's not. Which I just just because I watched episode one the other day because I'm sitting here, I've got my my little my little Jake Lloyd action figure on my desk right here. <laughs> and I was looking at him, and I was like, I really want to go watch episode one again so I can see Jake. We miss does you, it, Jake. We love you. Does, does the action figure spin? No, he does not spin. Damn it. That's it's, such a cool trick. I really I really want to put like a, a voice box in him and with a pull string because that's so wizard. That's so wizard. This is pod racing. Now this is pod racing. There's a snake in my pod. <laughs> I just love the Morgan Freeman voiceover meme. I don't want to be any trouble, Qui-Gon. You won't be any. Oh, but he would be trouble. Oh, but Annie would be trouble. <laughs> I still like the one about uh uh 
why the real reason Anakin turned to the dark side of the Force. It's because Palpatine came up to him and said, "Hey, guess what? I'm never going to call you Annie. How about that?" <laughs> oh, 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 of course. <laughs> oh, my favorite is they won't let me marry you. And Padme is just like so quit, just like live in retirement with your hot senator wife. And then it just shows, written and directed by George Lucas. <laughs> I saw, uh, I saw a thing on that the other day. Um, so Anakin and Padme didn't give each other rings when they got married, but if you look, they gave each other droids because C three PO was was Anakin's. He built it, and R two D two belonged to. Padme, because, you know, Naboo and all that other stuff. But they get married at the end of episode two, and then episode three, Anakin's got R2, and, you know, that's like his his pit droid or whatever, and then you've got Padme running around with C-3PO. I think, I think Anakin got the better end of the deal on that. I think, that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, C-3PO to me is more annoying than Jar Jar. <laughs> Ah, uh, I don't know about all that. No, he's up there. Yeah, I don't know I, about more. If you take Jar -Jar. a shot every time he says, oh, dear, you get alcohol poisoning by like halfway through The Empire Strikes Back. Well, that just makes the movie more fun. <laughs> if you get if you take a shot every time Jar Jar speaks <laughs> in episode one, just in episode one. Your your grandkids are gonna wake <laughs> up be, drunk. You'll be passed out by the time they dive in the water. Jar 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 had some weird episodes too. Remember when like he had a girlfriend and and Mace Windu kept blocking him. That was uh, <laughs> uh, Clone Wars, I think. Yeah, was that the Gungan <laughs> Jedi one? Yeah. <laughs> Mace Windu kept like ruining his game, and Jar Jar was like, "Oh, Massa Windu." <laughs> Jar Jar was the Sith Lord running all of it, so. <laughs> oh, maybe that's what she meant. The Sith have also strayed from the rule of two, otherwise there would be no more than two at any point in time. You've got Palpatine and uh, Dooku, but Jar Jar's in the back running the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> the puppet master, so to speak. Yeah, we're exactly. supposed to be talking about Ahsoka. Oh. We are supposed to be talking about Ahsoka. Oh, I'm Mr. telling Bomb, you, Mesa Bombad guest. We went off a track, but you know what? Though it's <laughs> at, at least when we went off track this time, we stayed on Star Wars. So we're still a Star Wars show. We can talk about Star Wars. The night <laughs> is still young. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Cam, what are what are your what are your thoughts on Ahsoka? Did you watch any of the episodes to to catch up? A few, um, and definitely the ones that I was looking forward to the most, uh, which are still my favorite episodes of Rebels, are the um, the two part finale of season two where they're on Malachor. Mm. Uh, yeah, the, the, there's a lot of lore to unpack with with those episodes, and and, and it, it's it's not just that they're great with the action and stuff like that, but you know, all, you know, all the characters, well, not all the characters, but the, the, the characters that I love the most, you know, Kanan, Ezra, Maul, Ahsoka, uh, the, Vader, all Vader. together. I mean, I mean, it's just a great set of episodes. The pacing is really good. The storytelling is really good. It's, it's just, for, for me, that's Rebels at its peak. And the fact that Ahsoka is in there participating in everything is kind of the cherry on top. Was that, was that the first... 
time Vader's been in an animated form? No. Uh, well, well, as as far as the shows, I believe. No, those, the holiday special cartoon don't count. Well, well, yeah. As as far as the shows, I I think so. But uh, the first time we saw Vader and Rebels was the end of epi- was I think the end of the two part premiere of season two. Probably. Because he he sent out the uh, he sent out the uh, the brother and the sister to go find him. That yeah, you may be right on that one. At the and at, at the end of those first two episodes of season two, uh, Kanan and Ezra fight Vader briefly, and Vader has Ezra pinned against the wall, and he's using the Force to slowly bring mm. his lightsaber up to his neck. Your master has deceived you into thinking you could become a Jedi. Yeah. I have a question. What? period in the star wars lore are they going for with ahsoka because she appears in mandalorian which is after jedi so the rebels clearly the ends before a new hope right it's the same it's, time frame as mando five years so, or five or so ten it's whatever. so the first season of mando takes place five years after excuse return me of return jedi. of the jedi book of boba fett takes place I think it's like seven years after Return of the During Jedi. the Mando, but uh, what's his name? The the uh, Grogu trains with Luke for two years, two I years. recall. Mm-hmm. Hey, Michael, how are you? No, that's fine. We're just talking Ahsoka. Don't let it happen again. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Your tardiness is not appreciated. <laughs> so anyway, so that happens... Within the, that happens on that five, so I think we're actually within a we're like seven years out, maybe from Return of the Jedi. There may have even been another year or two that happens in between the end of the book of Boba Fett, which is where Ahsoka kind of makes her last live action appearance until we get the show. And then, I mean, there may be another year or two, maybe, maybe the third season of Mando is happening as Ahsoka is happening, yeah. So this isn't a direct continuation of Rebels, is is what? Actually, it kind think, of is. I was gonna say I think Filoni has actually come out and said that this is Rebel season five. This show will be basically Rebel season five. Because so uh, this will be before we're getting, we're getting. No, 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 no. Characters no. coming back, and and it, it's a continuation of the story. She's looking for Thrawn. She's looking for Ezra. Um, we get Sabine, we get Hera, and if that's the case, we're probably going to get Chopper. We're probably going to get Zeb. I mean, it's a, yeah. it's. We've already had the, Zeb. Zeb's been all, there. Oh yeah, with but all we're that gonna, though, I mean, yeah, Palpatine's still alive, so it would be before Jedi. No, 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 no. no. Okay, now, so this so, will take place several years after the ending of Rebels, the animated series. Yeah, this will take. Palpatine was alive at the end of that. Well, no, no, no. If okay, okay, so at the end of Rebels, <laughs> at the end of Rebels, the it was over when Sabine was there looking at the painting and she turned around to Ahsoka and Ahsoka has the staff and the white robe. That's already taking place many years down the road. At that point, that's happening concurrently with with Luke and all of them doing this. This will take place after because it, it seems to me like one of the episodes that we're gonna get is uh ahsoka hunting down sabine and basically saying hey we need to we need to go find ezra again or we need to go look for ezra again and sabine's 
my thought is, is Sabine's going to be like, ah, we looked for him for umpteen years and we didn't find him. So what makes you think we can get him now? All well, right. I'm tracking that... with you guys now because I was watching that very moment when I was talking to you. So I didn't really grasp it, that it was ahead in time. So now that you're pointing it out, I get it. Either that yeah. or they, they couldn't go looking for Ezra because of new hope. Because, because Empire. Star Wars, because the original trilogy was happening. Well, yeah, honestly, and things like, were just all too screwed up for them to try and find Ezra. So, how do you track space whales? I don't know. I hope they explain that. I also oh, hope sure. how the. I also hope they explain how uh, those space whales kept Ezra and Thrawn alive, even though the blast shields of the Star Destroyer were smashed, and then they launched them all into hyperspace. How did Ezra and Thrawn survive? Ezra well, can you can be explained with you know some semblance of use of the force. Thrawn, it's I the know. force. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I, I was th I was thinking of, like, of it kind of in the same way as um, I know that uh, Mr. Ambrose over here probably isn't going to appreciate this, but I think of it kind of in the same. I, I think of it in the same way as um, when Leia got blasted out of the Radis in, <laughs> in the Last Jedi. Cause, no, because because what it, what what did she do? She she you know, uh, unconsciously created a force bubble around herself to protect herself from the vacuum of space. And, and then she, I don't well, obviously, know. I don't know how she did that without an umbrella. And, and honestly too, Cam, I've, I've heard some theories on this one too. And what I'm, what, what the theory that I buy into rather than the force bubble is that she exploded out of there, but she never really cleared the, the shield. shields for the ship. And so she was never, I mean, she was in space, but she was never really in the vacuum of space. So she was able to re reconstitute herself and pull her back in. Although with some of her skin, I mean, you could tell some of her skin, she was pulling a, uh, she was pulling a, a yeah, she was pulling a Yondu there. And, <laughs> and then yeah, she yeah. met up with Dick Van Dyke and went on a wonderful adventure with two darling. Yeah, children. yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that joke is so played out. It's just, uh, yeah, it's like, it's like it's like what we get it, Mary Poppins. <laughs> fine, fine, we get it. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Is he cool? That would have been a great line. They should have, and when they redo that movie, that should happen. They're never going to redo it. <laughs> They'll never retcon the sequel trilogy, and Kathleen what? Kennedy will what? rule Lucasfilm forever. No. Sorry, dude. You put us astray. Sorry, sorry, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, gotta disagree. Same with you, Mike Zero. I'm watching you. No, I got, I got, I got blocked from Mike Zero's Twitter account because I called him a liar. <laughs> I'm, I never I'm, got that far, but man, I'm pretty sure that they're the same person and they're each other's sources. Oh, that might be right. That would that would like, like Mike Zero just puts a mask on and he's like, My source tells me, and it's like, You can't do that, Mike Zero. <laughs> My you source close close to Lucasfilm. How do you mean close to Lucasfilm? Do you mean like they live in San Francisco where Lucasfilm is based, and that's how they're close to Lucasfilm? Is that how you watch with binoculars? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're sitting across the streets spying on them. 
Is it like a homeless guy outside of the studio that you just get money to come to nonsense? He's out there. He's got a he's got a pot. He's like change, change, and someone just comes by and drops a script in there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's exactly what it is. <laughs> Holy shit! This is gold. <laughs> I better Kathleen find Mike Zero. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy, if you're watching, congratulations on your ten thousand firing. By the way. Um, <laughs> I hope it treats you as well as the other nine thousand ninety nine hundred and ninety nine firings. Well, well, well. I mean, how many times is how many how many times has Brie, Brie Larson been fired from Star Wars? Like a dozen at this point. Yeah. And what, yeah. Wasn't it wasn't it Mike Zero? You know what? Way back before the Last Jedi even released, like like around the time of the first trailer, he was like, "My sources have confirmed <laughs> that Darth Vader is going to make a cameo in the Last Jedi." Uh, and if not Darth Vader, it was. Uh... Hayden Christensen was at least going to be in it. Not not the... Yeah, yeah, in The Last Jedi. Because mm -hmm. Hayden was going to come back as... Supposed to come back as a voice uh, in Ben Solo's head saying, no, don't. You, you're, you're doing it wrong. You're screwing up. And then he pushes Hayden out and brings Vader in. And it's... <laughs> It's yeah, his... it, 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 the, the whole thing was like that's kind of wacky, but he also said that the the that the flyover scene, you know, you're gonna have the 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 credits thing, and then it goes down to the planet, and then you have the ship flyover, but the flyover is gonna be uh, Luke's hand holding the lightsaber, and that's gonna be your flyover. I mean, I'm serious. God. That's what he said. I was like, oh wow, wow, were you wrong? <laughs> No, I mean, they I just did a last-minute rewrite. <laughs> Lucasfilm saw Mike Zero's videos like, oh, shit. Oh, crap. This guy knows. Oh, have to God. Else out now. Who's been talking to Mike Zero? God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Maybe it's that new intern, Mike Zero. <laughs> uh, who's this guy, Decock? <laughs> uh, he, he was he was hired on you know a couple of days ago he had a really strong resume really eccentric always wears a mask anyone seen him <laughs> oh lordy okay let's go back to ahsoka after we've done we're done trashing the competition let's talk ahsoka Oh, they're was there De Debbie? Was there anything else that we wanted to talk about on Ahsoka today? Have you did we miss anything that you wanted to to cover and go over? Um. Well, you didn't well did you not take notes? I took notes. Well, I just notes. I just wrote down timelines, but oh, okay. um, <clears throat> rewatching Clone Wars season seven. Not the not the Martinez. Uh, but the, I guess it would start at the siege of Mandalore. Man, even, even though I have watched that, I don't know how many times, that is still such a good story arc. And not only for <clears throat> Ahsoka, but I mean, you know, just everybody, I mean, Maul, Rex, Hello, Isabel. How are you? That was and it still made me cry, even though I've seen it several times. That was that was 
one of those episodes, well, one of those episodes, that, sure, maybe a movie, but uh, that was one of those, that was, that was Star Wars at its finest. That was... That was that, peak animation Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. See, see well, I th I'm so glad that you mentioned the animation because, uh, because what I loved the most about experiencing those episodes was seeing Ahsoka Dueling Maul. But not just seeing Ahsoka Dueling Maul, it's seeing it and knowing that Ray Park and I, uh, I forget who, uh, who did the, the mocap for Ahsoka, but they were really doing that. Yeah, they were doing mm -hmm. the motion capture for it. So it was. It was like episode. It was like watching episode one again. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, yeah. you, you you look at Maul's movements, and you kind of compare it to his movements in episode in episode one. It's like that's Ray Park. <laughs> yes. And, yeah, and, and and honestly, you, you can tell too. I mean, if you watch if you watch a bunch of fighting movies, if you watch a bunch of Bruce Lee movies, a bunch of Jackie Chan movies, you can tell a. A martial artist by their style, not necessarily Taekwondo or Jeet Kudo, but just the way that they execute, the way that they do their moves. It's almost like a signature or fingerprint or something to where that you know if that person was in a mask and covered up, you'd be like, Oh yeah, that's that's Ernie Reyes Jr. I mean, or we Ernie, all know who Steven Seagal was because he's really fat, but <laughs> well, <laughs> we'd be like, That's you, Seagal. No, it's not. <laughs> that so might Awesome. What what I, what was your favorite episode of the Clone Wars there, Miss Isabel? How are you? Oh, go ahead, Debbie. My second thing is <laughs> I want to know from each of you one thing that you hope to see in the Ahsoka series. One thing. Hondo. <laughs> Honestly, I would, I would not I, be mad. I would, not I, I would be agree mad. with John on that one. I think, I think I would not be upset about that. Uh, I want, I, I want to see this show be the connective tissue that brings all these separate projects together. You know, uh, the uh, Rebels, the prequels, the original trilogy, the sequels, the Mandalorian, uh, Book of Boba Fett. I want this show to be what brings it all together and answers a lot of our questions because there's only so many shows and movies where i can watch them and be entertained but end up with more questions than answers and that's nice at first but after a while i'm just like okay i need that i need that relief <laughs> i think throng too is such a good villain i just hope he lives up to the cartoons reputation in the live action and, and and a lot of that has to do with the writing and the fact that dave filoni is heading this project it it's i have i have i have a good feeling i, I believe feeling. he's written every episode <clears throat> uh may i say something about ahsoka and i hope you're recording because i'm never going to say this again oh Cam. hold on hold, hold on just one second Michael Michael says honestly I want a flashback scene showing Anakin and Ahsoka in live action. There was that voiceover of Hayden in the trailer saying the line from Clone Wars. Now mm -hmm. I did see that trailer. I went and found it, Debbie. I'm sorry. I know I've been trying to avoid spoilers, but I couldn't avoid it because I oh, when I first heard Hayden's voice, I was like, I gotta watch it. Gotta watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and I kept I kept waiting for him to show up. I, I was like, he's gonna be in the trailer. He's gotta be in this trailer. He's gonna be there. 
Nope. And then the, I mean, he was, but it was a. We're gonna get Sebastian Shaw's Force Ghost. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Those fighting words, Cam. Let's <laughs> let you, you. You know what? Because I think Sebastian Shaw has passed on, unfortunately. So let's have it be Sebastian Shaw's Force Ghost with. Hayden's voice. No, 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 no. Yes. And imagine, hell no. No, no, hell no. Evil in the fandom. Oh my God. <laughs> that, that would be <laughs> Sebastian Shaw would over would like overtake two people that played Darth Vader. I just, have the <laughs> undisputed Darth Vader champion. I just want to see. I just want to see a deep fake of Sebastian Shaw and have, and have his mouth move and have I don't like sand come out of it. <laughs> Still don't like sand. Uh, then, you guys are have, not right. Y'all oh, crazy. Force Ghost Dale Gribble just come out of nowhere and be like, pocket sand. Pocket sand. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, it, You know, honestly, Debbie, as, as, for, me, for me answering the question, everything that I've seen in the trailer or, or read on IMDb has really kind of filled my cup. I'm I'm already anxious for it, and I'm and because I want Rex, I want to see Rex, I want to see an older Rex, because I mean he was pretty old in uh, in Rebels, Rebels, or he was older in Rebels, and then now we're dealing with him some fifteen years later, or whatever. Um, <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. Awesome. Bring in those views. <laughs> um, but but Rex is going to be in it. We know Hayden is somehow in it. Somehow he's in it. He's listed on IMDb. So even if it's a voiceover, I'd be fine with that. We know he can. <laughs> Gets everywhere. <laughs> Hayden Christian's cameo is just going to be a, a picture of Anakin on Ahsoka's wall. No. Oh, that would be horrible. I, Have you ever I, seen that meme where Obi Wan is yelling? It's like you've become the very thing you hate. Someone has made like a sand sculpture of Darth Vader. <laughs> I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating. And it gets everywhere. Not lying. Uh, okay. He's been doing that monologue. See. He's got that perv stare on lock. Well, yeah. well, what I hate the most about that line, it's not even the I don't like Stan part. It's it's the ending of it where he says, and it gets everywhere. And it the gets everywhere. He, and the, the way that he says it, it just rubs me the wrong <laughs> way. He's like, he draws out that one vowel, and it gets everywhere. <laughs> and it, it's not smooth like you. There's nothing uh, wrong with how he says it. There's everything wrong with how he says it. That's the it, that, that's the worst line reading that I've heard since I did not hit her. It's not literal. I did not well, hit her. That is again, literally the worst I, thing George Lucas has ever written. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's it's the worst line read of the worst line in the history of cinematography. Yeah. In my opinion, the worst Star Wars movie. I do, I do like Attack of the Clones. 
but it's mostly just like the first acts that I really like. Everything after like, that's just a drag. For me, it's it's the it's the fight with Django, uh, with Obi Wan and Django, that is and fun. then the, the arena to the end. And I can get away with just that. I'll be fine. So I think we're good. Um, can I say one thing? And Oh, uh, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yes please. No, I hope you guys are recording because I'm never going to say this again. Um, but if you watch Tales of the Jedi and everyone was praising how baby Ahsoka tamed a bear or whatever the hell the thing was, right? Oh, that, that she yeah, comes riding back to the village thing. on the bear. All right, sequel haters. 90% of the time I'm with you. Okay, I hate the sequels. You hate the sequels. But you can't praise that scene because that was <laughs> infinitely less realistic than Ray's progression in the sequels. <laughs> I cannot turn one of us. One of us. I can't turn a blind eye just because I like the character. It is ridiculous. Well, see, and... see, see that that's the thing with that, that's the thing with Star Wars storytelling. Some things make sense and some things don't. You gotta take the you, you gotta take the good with the bad and obviously good and bad are subjective. You you hate the sequels. I love them until the Rise of Skywalker. I really don't like that one at all. But I mean, if, at the end of the day, every uh, everything that doesn't make sense can just be chalked up to space magic. Yeah, of course. That's <laughs> like mean, a yeah. You that that's that's the Star Wars collect all uh, right there. That's the catch all. That's I the catch all. Really How does the lightsaber? Was- how does the lightsaber know when to stop? Uh, the Force? <laughs> I want to know what Filoni was on when he came up with Space Whales. What? Um, <laughs> why? Why is it when space the Death mushrooms? Star, why is it when the Death Star approaches a planet to destroy it? It doesn't affect the gravitational pull of the planet. Um, I never thought of that. The Force? <laughs> it, no, because it's no moon, Dave. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. Well, of course. <laughs> of course, that makes perfect sense now. Uh, oh, but, but okay, but how did Luke get into an X-wing that he had never even seen prior to getting into one and fly it so expertly? The why force. do the force. Why do Obi Wan and Qui Gon only use force speed once ever in like the first the scene force. of the movie? Force. And then they just never use force speed again. I think that would be very <laughs> beneficial. That's not how the force works. <laughs> I need to get that clip. I got to get a clip like that. That would be awesome. That's yeah. not, like, Add it to the repertoire. That just yeah. reminds me of, uh, have you ever seen the movie My Blue Heaven with Steve Martin? Long time ago. Where he's he's arrested and uh, he's like, yeah, Thomas Jefferson did that. And Joan Cusack is like, Thomas Jefferson did not write that for you. And he was like, yes, he did. I'm Thomas Jefferson's worst case scenario. <laughs> it's the same thing with the force that's not how the force works yes it is i'm the force's worst case scenario <laughs> here's how it goes it's the so same i have, thing a, I have a second question i'll go i'll go for it go for it so do you think that we'll actually see ezra in yeah. this show or are they yeah. gonna save he that cast for it well well, we've seen him as a hologram. We, we've, seen, we've seen him as a hologram in the... Uh, oh, yeah, okay. Well, and I, I actually see him in the show, or are they going to save that for <laughs> the movie? 
Uh, yeah, he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna walk out of the shadows and slowly reveal his face, and that's gonna be the last shot in the season. No, Cam, he's gonna come in on a space whale like Valcor, never-ending story, and he's gonna chase everyone off. <laughs> Riding in like a Valcor. We're gonna get you guys. And. You know, Debbie, you had you had asked the question. You know, what do we want to see? And I told you, well, I would love to see since since I, I basically all of my <laughs> bases are full right now. I think I would love to see. You know, we got the the one mention in the uh, trailer of Thrawn has declared himself heir to the Empire. Now, I would love to see another line somewhere in there. This is Thrawn's last command, oh or. My God. Uh, <laughs> Those dark forces are rising over there. <laughs> I would love it. That would make my day. What if, because we all know that wasn't Moff Gideon that died at the end of Boba Fett, what if Moff Gideon and Thrawn start fighting over the Empire? Uh, I'm heir to the Empire. <laughs> I have a Darth Vader suit. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I made it out of Vespar. Yeah, it is made out of Beskar, so I, I don't I'm not totally convinced <laughs> but, he died, so but, no, but it's black Beskar, so it's evil. Yeah. It's not, with the best, not good with the best modification. I'm in it. <laughs> There's a lot of people saying that that was like a clone of him, too. Oh he was, he was totally then, a Doombot. So I guess we'll see. We get two episodes on Wednesday night. First two episodes. Woo! <laughs> two, of, two of eight. We'll already be a quarter of the way through. <laughs> I, just, I, I really just hope that it doesn't end up becoming like Andor, where the, the, the titular character is in like two episodes. Andor was in more than that. He was in more yeah. than that. He was in I, I, I'm, I, I'm being hyperbolic, but but Andor himself wasn't the focus of the series. Oh yeah, it was everybody else around Every, him. Right. It was then, the the rebellion. Yeah, they should have called think... that show. They should have called that show Rebels. <laughs> oh yeah, she's so sad. I misidentified Ahsoka as a Twilight. <gasps> Blasphemy! I had to correct him. <laughs> <laughs> she is a Tagruta. <laughs> It's okay. Let it slide this time. Just blame it on Kathleen Kennedy. Get her fired for the 12,000th time. Yeah. Yeah. Just... <laughs> so, someone quick go through all of Lucasfilms and try and figure <laughs> out if there's any point in time where Kathleen Kennedy referred to her as a Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy celebrated her 15,000th firing with a new desk and a bottle of champagne today. <laughs> okay. Debbie, do we have any uh, shameless? Let's do shameless plugs. Shameless plug. <clears throat> uh, let's see. This is Thursday. So Saturday will be Geek Gauntlet, 10 p.m. Eastern. They talk John, about everything. John, do you know what they're, is there any kind of focus? Are they doing um, a battle, death battle thing? A, there's a death battle. If you want to uh, vote for it on the Geek Gauntlet, I think it's on the Facebook page. Uh, Blue Beetle versus Iron Man. 
Um, we're talk we talk about a multitude of things. One of the things that stuck out to me is the new Fantastic Four movie is going to focus on Susan Storm uh, instead of Reed Richards. Of course, yeah, I that. Yeah, I, I uh, Shaw's a wizard coming up with this stuff. Um, well, uh, there's other I stuff here. Let me see what we have. Other Might have that. to get with him and find some stuff about that. Uh, okay, we have where is it? Max lost a hundred 1.8 million subscribers after rebranding. Uh, we have the Why? DC, it's still good. It's just uh, not HBO Max. The DC Universe Online is announced for PlayStation and Xbox Series X. So we have a lot of stuff going on there. Deadpool 3 news, a lot of stuff to talk about. So uh, tune in Saturday, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm that would be it. 9 o'clock for those of you in my neck of the woods. Yes. So 9 p.m. Saturday night. Oh, I won't be able to watch. I'm going to the Rangers game on Saturday night. Sorry. I get to go to a baseball game. <laughs> nice. Good for you. Uh, what else we got, Debbie? MCU Mondays is coming MCU up. MCU Monday, uh, episode three. I don't have my list with me, but it's episode three of Daredevil. We are doing uh, the non-canon uh, Netflix, the Defender series. We'll just call it that. Let's just call it that. The Defender series. I don't like that. You don't like that? Oh. Um. They don't about become the, the defenders until the end of almost everything. <laughs> well, that's fine. I mean, it can get canceled. It all builds up to the defenders, so yeah. it's still <clears throat> Oh, look oh. at this. Cam, what do you got? Shameless plug. Uh well, uh, uh next week, uh Dave, you might actually you might like this because you love my rant videos. Oh, so, good. So so I'm going to be doing not not just a comparison of, but also a thorough roasting of the two Hitman movies. Yeah, the, 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 there was Hitman that came out, I think, in two thousand and nine with Timothy Oliphant, and then there was Agent Forty Seven that came oh, yeah. out, I think, I think in twenty fourteen or something with uh, Rupert Friend. Is that is that what his name was? I think so. Both of those movies, Cam, and but both were written by Skip Woods, and both movies are freaking awful. And yeah. so, so I'm I'm going to be looking at I'm I'm not just going to be you know shit talking the hell out of those movies, but I'm also going to be looking at them both, comparing them, and being like, well, why were these movies made? They're the same movie. Their first mistake was hiring a guy named Skip Woods. Yeah. <laughs> now those 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 if I recall, those were all based on a video game series, right? Yeah, the the, uh, the yeah. Hitman franchise. Great games. Not again, so great movies. Again. Another video game turned into movie that they screwed up. They uh, they screwed it up, and it's like you look at it and go, "These were great games. You had a storyboard there. You had a script. All you had to do was follow the cutscenes and make it live <laughs> action, and you would have been fine." No, we got to change things. Mario, Mario is the only movie. Because I love the Mario movie. Mario, in my opinion, is the only video game movie, video game turn movie that has held up. And I'm not talking about the Bob Hoskins, John Leguizamo piece of crap. I'm talking about the... They're the, re-releasing that. I know, in 4K, I saw that. <laughs> like, oh, my why? God, why? why? Oh, 
Yay, now, now I get to see King Koopa point and go, monkey, monkey, 4K. <laughs> oh, boy. Nice. How much nice. cocaine did they pay Dennis Hopper for that yes. role? Yes, is the I answer think... to that. <laughs> Dennis, you know what I want. Okay, here's a briefcase. All right, fine. Here's a, <laughs> here's a, here's a cement mixer <laughs> full of cocaine. Great. I'll be here's back our... in two hours. Cement mixer <laughs> full of cocaine and a case of Pabst ribbon. Do your magic, Dennis. <laughs> he, didn't, he does a little bump off of his pinky nail. <laughs> Ba-bomb. <laughs> Uh, yes, thank you, Michael. We also have a giveaway going on right now. We are giving away some <coughs> fabulous Ahsoka stuff. We've got uh, Funko Pops. Uh, it's an Ahsoka Funko and a... Is it Sabine or is it... Uh, who is it? It's Who's the other one? It's Sabine and uh, Ahsoka, I believe. It's Sabine and Ahsoka. So two different Funko Pops. And then I, there's something else, too. Slate Coasters. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes. Etched slate coasters. They look great. I Thank want the you Funko again. Pops. Nice. I'm I'm not a fan of Funko Pops. I have two of them, and that's just because people have gifted them to me. So whatever. Send them my way. I have oh, a whole bunch you. there. Mine are all up over there. It's a Darth Vader and a Stormtrooper. I'm I'll, I'm fine. I'll keep them. Just they they collect dust on my desk. And yes, I took them out of the box. Shoot Mine's me later. out of the box. I don't keep them in the box. Screw that shit. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Shan can well, I do a shameless plug real quick. Oh yeah, go for it. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I I just wrote a piece on GeekNewsNow.net. It's been the 20th anniversary of uh, Freddy vs. Jason. Cam, you oh, might want to do that on a Cam and focus. It, it, it was actually it was actually uh, I the, the article was very well done. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you very much. So go to geeknewsnow.net if you want to get nostalgic and read about the history of the movie and why it never got a sequel. Uh, total bummer. And I would like anyone watching to go to our Twitter account or our GNN account and comment because I'm working on a piece right now about the writer strike. And I want everyone's opinion on it. I want to get some comments. So go on over to GNN underscore home on Twitter. Uh, leave a comment on the post. And I'm gonna compile them. I'm gonna get a p. I'm gonna get a view from uh, everyone's angle on this. I don't even know if I said that right. And I'm gonna put together a comprehensive piece so that everyone's voice is heard because this is a very controversial thing, and I just don't want it to be my voice that is heard on it. So go on, uh, leave a comment, leave a like, subscribe, and uh, if you want to be a part of the article, you're more than welcome. All right, everyone we likes can't. seeing their name in print. We can't enter, Michael. We can't win. I'm sorry. <sighs> but y'all better enter or else I'm going to enter under, you know, Michael's name. John but my, <laughs> I, can get, I can get Luke to enter, though. Yeah. Luke. Who is Amber's buddy, Luke. Who is Ambrose Johns? You can't just make your name backwards, John. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you have two first names, you can't do that. But they would find out, you know, with your mailing address. <laughs> I'd get an angry call from Dgram. You would, you would, you would. First you, of you all. Would that. <laughs> okay, uh, that is going to do it for us. Check us out on all of the social media platforms: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> YouTube, TikTok. TikTok. Hit that like. 
button, hit that subscribe button so that you know when we come on and do live shows like this. We will see all of you next week. Y'all have a great week, and may the force be with you. Every day I'm shuffling.